2: Friday, going into a Veterans Day weekend. I'm Andre K. Glad to be with you guys tonight. Um, we, uh, what a rough week we've had. Highs and lows this week, but I got to say for those of us out here in California, it's been some lows. Uh, so usually I'm here in a great mood on Friday nights. I mean, I'm, even, even on a, a tough day like this, I'm still honored and excited to be here and share this time with you all, whether you're listening on FM 96.1 or AM 1170 or on Facebook Live or however you're listening, and I do appreciate you guys for chiming in. And, of course, I never can do it. Any day, whether he's actually in studio with me or not, like in election night, it's DJ Carrot Sticks. Are you
3: excited about DJ Carrot Sticks being on the Andrea K Show?
2: Who the heck is that?
3: What did you think of DJ Carrot Sticks' performance last night on the Andrea K Show?
2: I have no idea.
4: Sorry, we don't watch TV. He's on the radio.
3: Not even on TV.
1: (laughs) DJ Carrot Sticks, one of the greatest DJs you've (laughs) never heard of.
2: (laughs) Thanks for making me laugh. I needed that tonight.
1: Well, running this show is more fun than a uh, trunk full of ballots.
2: Yeah, well, no, not if you're a Democrat. If you're a Democrat, man, there ain't nothing better than an an opportunity to franken an election. Because y'all know what happened with Al Franken. Magically, just enough votes, all for Democrats, by the way, magically appeared in the trunk of a car. And then Stuart Smalley, or whatever his name was, from Saturday Night Live, magically became a congressman. Right up until the photos of him manhandling and sexually assaulting a woman while she was asleep showed up on scene. So we're going to talk about that tonight. Uh, we've got a great lineup of you guys uh, to discuss all these issues. But first I've got to say uh, our thoughts and prayers continue to everybody affected in Southern California. The same area in which we had a mass shooting in the Thousand Oaks, Westgate you know, area is now under fire. These same people who were victimized have, with the Thousand Oaks shooting have had to evacuate their homes. I can only pray that none of them actually lose the same people who lost a loved one or were traumatized in the Thousand Oaks shooting. I can just pray to the good Lord that they don't lose a home as well. Uh, so what is happening right now, there's actually multiple fires burning in California. To give you a quick update, the Woolsey Fire is the one in L.A. County. It has consumed, um, as, as of 4 o'clock today, I think it was, or 5 o'clock, 14,000 acres. It moved so quickly from the Calabasas, Thousand Oaks, that whole area, Gora Hills, to the ocean, crossed the 101, like, really quickly. Um, you know, People are fleeing en masse. I know people with homes in the area. It's just, it and it doesn't matter. Yeah, I know it's an affluent area, but you know what? There are many people in California, by the way, that are property poor, that have all of their money in their homes, and if they lose it, they've lost everything. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just devastating. Many people in that area are part of our Salem Media family. And so, you know, we just lift our hearts and our prayers to everybody. And in fact, I do have to say that 98.3, which is our Salem sister station, The Word, uh, which is a Christian station in that area, has been working uh, to set up, you know, uh, help for everybody while they've had to evacuate. So just really tough times out here in California. So we, we appreciate uh, the prayers, as well as the fact that uh, President Trump has um, already dedicated some FEMA support uh, for helping to... Uh, with the area out here. I'm not exactly sure how that's going to play out in terms of what this FEMA support is. But I got to bust somebody because when I watched that live press conference, there was some crap going on from local officials that didn't know that they were being broadcast on air. Couldn't get the names of a couple of them, but I got to call out one, Kelly Long, yucking it up. Not realizing, because they hadn't started speaking yet, not realizing she was live county supervisor in L.A. County, laughing and cutting up literally on camera. If I could snatch her bald right now, I would, because this is devastating what's going on here. Shame on you, lady. As soon as I find your Twitter account, we're going to have words, because you don't laugh and mock when people are losing everything and lives are being destroyed. But that's she's got to be a liberal, because that's what they do. You know, James Herson is reporting that the mob, the violent mob that vandalized Tucker Carlson's home, vandalized his property, terrorized his wife. She locked herself into a pantry thinking that she that she didn't know who it was. She's thinking all she knows is there's hordes of people trying to break in the home. For all she knew, they were coming into rape and murder. Can you imagine how terrorized she was? James Herson is reporting that it, the mob was chanting, no borders, no walls, no more USA at all. And I thought, you know what, isn't that chant and the and the behavior of the left and that violent mob, isn't that what the Democrat Party is all about? That chant and their behavior perfectly represents the Democrat Party today. No border, no walls, no USA at all, because they are not about any, they are about doing anything they can to take power back, to take control of this country, and to wipe away. The United States of America as we have known it. This is about a full transformation into Marxism. And a little bit later on the show, we've got Don Jans who's going to be here to talk about how all the different methods in which they're doing it. And we see one of the methods, we see one of them, just one of them, playing out in Florida tonight. Remember what Hillary Clinton said in 2016 when she said the greatest threat to our democracy when we're really a republic of states constitutional republic she said the greatest threat to our democracy is those who do not accept the outcome of a free and fair election and that's the democrat party in spades they do not they refuse to elect the uh, to accept the outcome of the election and they will do everything that they can to take control whether it is in the form of illegal's voting whether it is in the form of a weaponized fbi and doj in which in to affect the outcome of an election, they're engaging in illegal spying that makes Watergate look like absolutely nothing. Whether it's whether it's interfering with the outcome of the election through the IRS seeking to silence Tea Party groups. Forbes put out an article today, I don't know if you guys saw it, I'm going to post it on Facebook, talking about how the FDIC through the Obama administration and a, and a program called Chokehold literally destroyed businesses and removed their financing and removed their economic means from them because they were businesses that Obama didn't like. We are Don Jans is going to be here to talk about the road to tyranny, but as I said last night, we're already there. We're already in a place of tyranny. Everybody's talking today about how, I was talking about it last night, everybody's talking today about how the left is, is going after white women today. They're going after anybody who stands in their way And they will stop at nothing to get it. Absolutely nothing. And they're using our young people as a way to do it because they took over our education system. Bob Walters is going to be here in a few minutes to talk about this. Suddenly everybody's waking up and I'm hearing all these media people talking about how, uh, you know, you see the outcome of what's happening here today. It's a reflection of the left taking over the school system for decades. It's something we've been talking about here for a long time on the show. Some people today are starting to say, what are we going to do? How are we going to take this country back? Because when you are dealing with people that will stop at nothing, nothing. You have to wonder, somebody posed the question to me, and I'm going to pose this question to you guys, Uh, 888-344-1170. Have we reached the peak of the tyrannical means in which the left is seeking to take us over, or will it get worse? And I'm referring to the violence here. Is it it going to get worse? That's a question I'm going to pose to Don Jans because historically, if we look at what's happened socially, uh, with socialism and Marxism, those are the systems around the world that have resulted in the deaths of 100 million people. Because you, they will not tolerate anybody who stands in their way, and anybody's life is considered collateral, collateral damage on the way. Think of it like this. In an abusive relationship, does the abuser ever stop abusing? No. Didn't Hillary Clinton say to us, oh, you know, the violence and the mobs and the threats of violence and the rhetoric will tone down once Democrats win? Well, Democrats took control of the House, so why do we still have this violence? Because it's never going to stop. Because now they're trying to use uh, our systems, try to overturn our systems from within. They're trying to steal elections from us in order to gain the Senate, in order to gain governorships. You think it's going to stop then? No. Because the abuse never stops. Because once the abuser gets power, they have to maintain power. And there is nobody who's going to be safe as a result of it. And the left who's applauding today what's happening in Florida and them attempting to steal the elections the left applauding it are too stupid and mindless to realize that that tyranny when you allow yourself to get put under that system you are going to be oppressed you you are going to be the subject of, of nothing but the redistribution of misery We're going to take a break when we come back we're going to pick up this conversation on the other side do you think it's reached uh, the peak do you think it's going to get worse or, or, and, and what do we do? Somebody said, oh, we got to get control of the left. How? How do we get control of the left? How do we stop this? How do we take it back? 888-344-1170.
3: Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at
2: Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
0: FM 96.1 North Kai, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. This
3: report is sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the
5: Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor.
6: Greetings, friends, and welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. You know, every time the stock market does that bend but don't break kind of thing, the market bears kind of pop up. To remind everybody that it is just a matter of time before we have a market correction or give back, just to make sure that your allocation is suitable it is age appropriate and that you are completely tuned in to the risks that you may or may not be choosing to bear inside of your investment accounts. If you'd like to have that chat with me, come on in for your free retirement consultation with me. I meet with everybody personally here in my Mission Valley office. It is absolutely free of charge. doesn't cost you a penny. Just come on in. We can also talk about your social security benefits as well. Give me a call. Come on in for your free consultation with me. That's it for this edition of the Word on Wealth. I'm the retirement professor, Morty Schnatter. I'll be back with you tomorrow on these same Salem Network stations.
4: Albin, I gotta tell you a story. Oh, please do. Okay, a long time ago, in a kingdom far away, a certain caveman named Donald stood up to a mob of toxic swamp creatures and helped his fellow cavemen take their government back. What Yay! do you think of that? That's great. Hey, I've got a new book out. My name's Eric Metaxas. The book is Donald Drains the Swamp. I team up with my buddy Tim Raglan to tell this tale based on a true story of a citizen caveman named Donald... Who is the only one with the courage to stand up against a bipartisan group of cowardly, money-grubbing swamp creatures? Ooh. One of them is a lobbyosaurus, Another of them, another one of them is a Georgiosaurus. It's just, it's just loaded with horrible creatures. But Donald, you know, he wins the day. And I gotta say, folks, this is a highly controversial new book. I'd love you to get it. It's sweet, but pungent and it'll leave you smiling and cheering for Donald and the USA. Yay! Reserve your copy of Donald Drains the Swamp by Eric Metaxas and Tim Raglan today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever books are sold.
2: On a typical autumn day in Afghanistan, it can be as cold as 30 degrees. As autumn turns to winter, it can reach as low as 15 degrees. It's rainy, windy, and miserable. Add to that, a soldier carries 60 pounds of gear, and each step has its dangers. But the men and women who serve our nation answer that call. They fight back those who want to harm us. They are our true American heroes. But sadly, many are all but forgotten. They are no longer receiving care packs and reminders of a home, because many people believe our troops have already all come home. We need your help. Your commitment. We need you to stand with our troops and make a generous contribution to send care packs for Veterans Day. Please join Move America Forward to send care packs full of premium coffee, jerky, cookies, personal care items, and more. Call 8557 Troops or give online at theanswersandiego.com. It means so much to a soldier when they receive your care pack. Your gift of $500 sends 20 care packs. $250 sends 10, $100 sends 4. Call 8557 Troops. That's 855 787 667 FM 96.1 AM
0: 1170. The answer.
2: Andrea K, the donut queen of San
3: Diego. It's the Andrea Kay show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Ooh, we're playing some high class music there. I can't remember the name of that song because I'm, I'm into R&B and soul music, but that's from the ballet Don Quixote, right? Right, DJ Q. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, that right. Bob Walters joins me now. A classy guy who's actually going to the ballet to see Don Quixote. Quixote. I don't even know how to say it. <laughs> he's my he's
7: my hero of life. Is Don Quixote. Is he? You know
2: yes. who, you know who I'm wondering. I didn't even tell you about this story um, before I asked you to come on tonight. But you know who's a hero to a lot of men today, Bob? Is this? He, it's a 69 year old dude. I think he's from. I think he's Dutch, and he's decided. He's filed a lawsuit because he says, you know what? If these people can change their gender and and legally go from being a man to a woman, why can't he go legally from being 69 years old to 49 years old? Yeah, thinks, why not? Right, right? <laughs> he's like, look, I think my body is on point. He's like, I think my body is 20 years younger, so why can't I legally change my age? Because then he says he can put himself out on the dating sites at 49. He's got a better shot at getting a job. And you know what? Why would wouldn't you be allowed to do that? That's what the left is doing, right?
7: That's true. Sad, but true.
2: Yeah. Now, what would you do if if you were going to legally change something? You could just change whatever you want. What what would you self-identify as?
7: Geez, I don't know. I think I'd be afraid to change to Asian, because then I couldn't get into college, and if I changed to <laughs> the black, I probably would just be part of the mob that's running things too often. But
2: well, well I don't know. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Any thought? Mm, well, something, <laughs> something to ponder because you know what the left is ignoring science and and all reason these days just to for their yeah. feelings and their emotions. And it reminds me of a quote from Thomas Sowell. You know, I've, I'm starting to see all these great minds suddenly start talking about the reality, which is shameless plug for your book, Facing Reality in American Education, suddenly other people, you were the first person to wake up to to what has been done by the left to our school system. And suddenly Rush Limbaugh is starting to talk about it all the time on his show. And then I saw some quotes from Thomas Sowell. And here is uh, one of his. He says, one of the painful signs of years of dumbed down education is how many people are unable to make a coherent argument. They can vent their emotions, question other people's motives, make bold assertions, repeat slogans, anything except reason. And that's so much about what's going on. we got this mob outside Tucker Carlson's uh, house. We've got to have safe spaces and coloring books for them, if they hear something in college they don't like. I mean, the, the lack of education in our schools and the indoctrination under liberalism and the entitlement society has reduced us on top of the fact that they're not teaching any actual education in these schools or with any academic standards, and we've just churned out nothing but little little um, emotionally weak little socialist soldiers.
7: Yeah, really, it's a shame of the drop in uh, uh, scholastic achievement and everything else going on in those schools because it's more about indoctrination not education.
2: Exactly. That reminds me of another quote from Thomas. Sowell. he says, even parents who complain about low academic standards in the schools seem not to understand that academic achievement is not the real priority of today's educators. Classroom brainwashing is the goal, though it is expressed in prettier and more pious words than this. And yeah. Americans need to wake up, don't they, Bob? Oh,
7: they really do. Cause otherwise these kids are being taught that socialism, socialism is the best route in the future. Our, our history is, is defaulted. And that things <laughs> things are not what they should be and that I tell you what, one of the things I think we need to do is bring more charter schools into the system because mm-hmm. at least they teach education for reading and, and writing and they don't use school teacher union personnel. They they hire the best teachers they can find yeah. to actually do the education. That's why they're so hated by the teachers' union.
2: That's an interesting idea. Another I wonder also with uh, homeschooling, I wonder if there would be a way that we could encourage homeschooling by saying that if you're going to homeschool your kids, you get a tax break. Because why, for example, I don't have any kids in the public school system. Why am I paying for this? Why am I paying for kids to come out of this school to be standing outside Tucker Carlson's house chanting, no border, no wall, no USA at all? Because that's the movement these kids are coming out with. We've also got, I don't know if you've heard the story lately, just in the past few days, that all these millennials, all these young kids are jumping on the leftist narrative that they're pushing out, that that the Democrats won the popular vote with the Senate. So why is it that the Republicans get these Senate seats? How about because the U.S. Constitution gives us two senators per state, but they're not being taught that?
7: No. In fact, they're being taught that it's a flaw in the Constitution if they're taught anything at all. And it needs to be ignored or changed. But it just it's sad where we're all headed. It's <laughs> and, and, and especially in places like California, the momentum is going worse against us. So I guess we've got to do even more to try to stop the flow.
2: Well, one of the, the things, drift. yeah, one of the things is 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 I don't want to always be just here. Yes, it's important that we do the battle cry, and I'm glad that Rush Limbaugh and other people, because Rush Limbaugh is the biggest voice in media today. And when he starts talking about how we got to get a grip on our education system, we, you know, he, he's recognizing America better get a grip on it. And one of the things, but but I also want to give success stories, and there have been we had here in San Diego, fan, uh, people show up people that didn't even have kids in the public school system with all that crazy sex education stuff was being pushed. And they came and they stood up to the school district and the school district backed down and took it off the curriculum. But what concerns me with the left is if they get power is a story came out of Scotland today To where the government has mandated that every school have an LBGT curriculum that teaches just flat-out full indoctrination. And if the left gets their way, we will no longer have any local decision-making at all for our schools. We will have centralized system of power over all of our school systems. And then it will be nothing but LBGT and uh, social justice warrior and socialism being taught in our schools.
7: Yeah, they don't want the local school district to have the power because they, like Sacramento passing that sex education law, that would never have been passed by a local district, but it was passed by Sacramento. And then they're attempting to force it to the local districts. So centralized, centralized control, state and federal, is really what they're after Yes. To and put I, an end to education.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And what we need to do is, we t- Republicans have a tendency that, that we don't do anything between elections. Uh, election is over, and we either, you know, revel for a few days in the win or then we grouse for a few days over the loss and then we go back to our lives and we don't get involved. And that's how the left took over our education system in the first place because they are working their game all day, every day. We need to be on to, on top of what's happening in our schools. Every parent out there, like Thomas Sowell said, there's lots of parents that are complaining about the academic standards being too low, but they have no idea about the Islamic indoctrination, the sex education indoctrination, and the crap being taught in our schools. You must get involved. Go to school board meetings. If you have a kid in school, you need to be looking at their school books and looking at what is is being taught to them and if there's and 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 raise your voice to it and then we also need to pay attention to who's running for office in these elections and then also make sure that our congress people get we we need to push to have the department of education in washington be completely shut down if we understand that it's supposed to be state and local why do we even have that at all
7: I agree. In fact, that was the momentum a couple of years ago, and it kind of fizzled out. I don't know why.
2: Well, it fizzled out because we've got Paul Ryan, and we've got a bunch of rhinos and establishments, yeah. uh, establishment Republicans, that are just as much about big government and control. They're power mad, crazy people, just as much as the left. I saw a quote from somebody today who said um, that the only difference between uh, Nancy Pelosi taking over Speaker of the House and Paul Ryan is that at least when Nancy Pelosi stabs him, it will at least when he gets stabbed, it will be in the front by Nancy Pelosi versus in the back by Paul Ryan you know that's and that's true, true. so yep. well I know you got a ballet to get to and I thank you for being here and thank you for all you're doing to raise awareness as to what's happening in the schools um well, you thank were, you, you for
7: all you're doing you should be on national tv and radio someday well, you deserve you. it
2: well thank you so much I appreciate it and you have a fun time at the at Mr. Don Quixote have a thank Don you. Juan or whatever <laughs> 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 whatever it is in ballet you know yeah, right. I'm, I'm a college football girl all right, good night, hon. Good night. That reminds me, I ain't wearing my LSU shirt tonight. Because when I wore my LSU shirt last Friday night, we got killed by Alabama the next day. Killed. It was, it was humiliation. So I don't even know who we're playing tomorrow night. I'm, just, I'm not, I'm not going to jinx my team. I'm not even going to get into it. Um, so update on Florida, what's happened. I'm sure you guys are following uh, the story down there. Um, you know, at flashbacks, DJ cared sticks. Were you aware of what went down to, with Bush V Gore and in the 2000 election in Florida?
1: That was with the hanging chads, right? The hanging chads.
2: Yeah. I followed every, I, I, I was pretty obsessive with following what went on with Florida. And for the life of me, I can't figure out why we still have these people in Florida being in control of the elections in these different areas and being allowed to get away with this. Did we not learn our lessons in 2000? One of the things I talked about the other night was how the GOP contributed to the loss of the House and other things. Uh, It's it's. The bigger picture, it's not just about the individual races and different candidates and maybe what they could have done better. One of the things the GOP has done in contributing to our loss is that they have allowed the left and continue to allow the left to bully the GOP into all these different election system processes that enable fraud and allow for the rigging in our elections. This woman down in Broward County was busted in 2016 for, for destroying ballots. How did a Republican governor... Allow that woman to stay in office. How did that happen? Why do we have Republican Party, the Republican Party in California, for example, allowing for a jungle primary here, which most of the time in a Democrat control controlled state means, as happened this in this case in some of the uh, Dianne Feinstein district, where we had two Democrats to choose from. Happens. We we the Republican Party has has. Com- complicit with that. They've gone along with the jungle primary. Why is it that the Republican Party has allowed for all this early voting and absentee ballot crap and all this provisional ballot crap and all these new rules? It's nonsense. Why is it that this has gone on for days now and the Republican Party had not already shut it down? Well, finally, Rick Scott filed a a lawsuit and he's had a couple victories. Earlier today, he had a victory um, where um, Judge... Krista Marks granted an injunction ordering a butcher, the head of the uh, Palm Beach County election supervisor, to submit overvoted and undervoted absentee ballots to the canvassing board, which is supposed to be the body overseeing this. Uh, Meanwhile, for three days now, they've been able to get it to uh, the to narrow the victory enough to trigger an automatic recount, and now who knows how much time they've had. When you allow them three days of hiding behind the scenes, not allowing anybody, and then I guess there was another decision later in the day where they've, uh, they're have they forcing the these butcher women and these supervisors to allow people in because they've been doing it in hiding. What Look at the damage they've already been able to do in three days. It's ridiculous. The Republican Party needs to stay focused and be focused all day every day in protecting our elections in the same way the Democrats are focused all day, every day, in stealing them. We're going to talk about this further with Don Janz on the other side of the break. More Andrea K. Show coming up.
3: 888-344-1170. Want more Andrea K. Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E.
0: FM 96.1, North County, AM 1170, San Diego. The answer.
1: This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The Supreme Court in the U.K. recently decided unanimously in favor of a bakery in Belfast where they declined to make a cake celebrating same-sex marriage. You may think it sounds similar to the case of Jack Phillips here in our country. That's because it is. Here at home, of course, Jack won at our high court by a 7-2 margin in the Masterpiece Cake Shop decision, defended by the good folks at ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Jack's story, the story of the UK, the story of Baron L. Stutzman, the floors up in Washington State, all are just examples of how widespread these free speech and free exercise of religion issues are today. The courts, at least for the foreseeable future, are the first and last line of defense for what our founders called the first freedom. The good folks need to stay fully engaged in the fight. I'm Hugh Hewitt.
0: The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Who else wants to discover
4: how to invest in cash-flowing apartments without dealing with a single tenant? Join us for a fast start, two-hour free training event and discover a proven system created by a landscaper who went from mowing lawns to controlling over 8,000 units. You'll discover how to safely invest in apartments using little or none of your own money, how to create a monthly passive income stream that will allow you to retire in as little as three to five years. Ari Mentor, the experts in apartment investing education for over 15 years, will be in the San Diego area sharing this unique system. Be one of the first 30 callers now to get your seat at this class free. Call 800-403-6287. Investing in apartments requires little money down and low risk if trained properly. Learn the secrets from the experts at RE Mentor in just two hours. Call 800-403-6287 and be one of the first 30 callers at 800-403-6287. You have nothing to lose and a legacy to gain. So
1: call 800-403-6287
2: message and data rates may apply
1: guys got hair loss i know what you're thinking should i shave my head comb it over wear a hat just stop back and the best part bosley's permanent solution is protected by the bosley guarantee let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for 250 dollars off text star one to eight five eight five zero ask about the bosley guarantee s-t-a-r 11 to eight five eight five zero fm 96.1 am
0: 1170 the answer Andrea K.
3: Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego.
2: Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. I'm still pondering what I should self-identify as and legally change myself to. Hey, you know what? The the Dutch dude, we were talking about the Dutch dude earlier, 69 years old. He's filed a lawsuit so he can legally change his age down 20 years younger because he just thinks he's he's 20 years younger hot, okay? Um, so I got to think about what I can do. Maybe, maybe I might self-identify as like six foot tall, like um, who's like a fabulous Naomi Campbell type, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: I want to self-identify twenty years older.
2: Yeah, yeah, like, for the
1: senior discounts. Yeah,
2: <laughs> good one. We'll see what my next next guest wants to self-identify as. Hey, Don Jans, welcome back to the show.
6: Hi, welcome back. I'm a six, I'm a six four, well maybe six six now, basketball guard. Oh, good one. And I score, and I score twenty two points a game. I get fifteen rebounds, and I have twelve assists.
2: You know what? Then uh, you know well, as long as we're going to go this route, I'm going to self-identify as Lady Gaga cuz I've always wanted to be able to sing. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to self-identify as her and then then people will be forced to buy tickets and come and hear me sing even though you really don't want to hear me sing cuz it'll be ugly. Um not a wonderful world in which we live? It's just, yeah. I mean, and, it's, and it is fantasy. That's what the left is. Everything is fantasy with them. It's all about emotions and feelings and what feels good. No common sense or sense of reality. And I think I, I just, I've, I think I... One of the reasons why there's that old saying that if you're not a liberal when you're young, you have no heart, and if you're not a conservative yeah. when you're older, you have no brain. I never bought into anything about liberalism. I mean, I I was a weird kid. I mean, you know, I didn't watch cartoons. I was the kid that was like bugging my parents about you know trying to am. Well, I. I was the kid that was like, I questioned every financial decision and whether or not the numbers added up. I mean, that was me, you know, when I was a kid. It's like the economy, none of it made sense to me. Because I was always the kind of person that asked second and third level questions. And it just can't bear up to it. It's all about emotions and feelings.
6: I had a job in the sixth grade and a checking account in the sixth grade. See, you were
2: like me. You were weird, too. <laughs>
6: yes. And everybody told me how weird and I said, well, there's another person that's just as weird. And I haven't met her yet, but I will.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's me. <laughs> um, I'm just, there's some of us that are just pragmatic and we just have common sense. And there's that old saying that if it sounds too good, it must be true. And that's really what socialism is. But I want to talk tonight. One of the reasons why I specifically wanted you on tonight was because I know that you understand history. And as I look and I see, the uh, The variety of different ways that it is clear that the Democrats do will refuse to accept election results and are doing everything that they can do to um, force themselves in positions of power. I've got to wonder if that's not how other um, dictatorships and Marxist regimes have taken over. And then I saw a quote uh those who cast little pop quiz for listeners those who cast the votes decide nothing those who count the votes decide everything who said that joseph stalin i think we might okay. be i think we might be losing don there don by the way is in ventura county tonight where the fires are um don are you with us i am yet yes uh, okay yes. yeah i don't know if you heard uh in in d- discussions tonight of the left stealing elections Uh, It reminds me of this quote, those who cast the votes decide nothing, those who count the votes decide everything.
6: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, And Stalin, of course, could even knew what the count was going to be before the vote was even cast.
2: And that's kind of what's going on in Florida, because they know how many votes they need. That's why they're refusing to say how many of these mysterious ballots that are supposedly left out there. They're refusing to say how many they've got, because it's just going to magically be whatever they need, uh, just like is what happened with Franken. And, you know, and shame on the Republican Party for allowing all these different methods and means for the left to steal the elections. We need to go back to being the only people who get to mail anything in as a military. And everybody else has to go in on that same day, and they have to do it, and it needs to be paper ballots, so where there's a record instead of these with machines ID. With, with ID. ID. Yes,
6: it's the only way we can. Uh, Andrea, this lady in Broward County has had a history, and not just in 16, but she's had a continuing history of of, and people say, "Oh, incompetence." No, no, no. She's too smart to be incompetent. It's absolute fraud. Yes. In fact, She was even she was she threw away votes. She threw away 16,000 votes to help Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Mm-hmm. Now, nothing was done. The, the courts came in and said, yes, you're guilty. Nothing was done. Remember in my book, Road to Tyranny. And I talk about rule of law mm-hmm. and how rule of law has to apply in a free society Arbitrary law will always apply in a totalitarian society. This is an example of rule of law versus arbitrary law. Mm-hmm. She was guilty, there were no consequences.
2: Yeah. And, and 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 the American people have seen this even before they knew this story. One of the reasons why President Trump was elected was accountability, because the American people saw so many instances of which Democrat elites were able to commit crime after crime and get away with it, and nobody hold to account. How I mean, for everything from not just Hillary Clinton. Let's talk about uh, uh, um, rank, Charlie Rangel. How many Democrats? Uh, Char, uh, um, uh, he finally lost his his Senate majority position, but who was the guy? Tom Daschle. I mean, how many? others have oh if the woman right now running for governor the the democrat who's refused to concede owes what fifty thousand dollars in back taxes she should be in jail along with wesley snipes not running for governor right
6: and and this and this is arbitrary law as opposed to rule of law we can take this one other step we can we 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 remember that well. trump just did pardon him but we had that young sailor that took a picture Mm -hmm. of some equipment and was uh, because it was classified equipment, he was put in jail. We have the director of the FBI knowingly giving away classified information, knowingly for nefarious purposes. He's out writing books, making tons of money. We have a secretary of state who knowingly put classified information onto, a, onto an unsecured server and transferred you know, transfer that unsecured information constantly. And she ran for president. Yeah. Now, that's rule of law versus arbitrary law. And as long as we adhere to the arbitrary law, we become closer and closer and closer to a tyranny. And that's the road we are following. This lady, this lady down in, in Florida, Scott had the opportunity to get rid of her. Yes. He didn't.
2: How I right? Uh, yeah, let me interrupt lawyer. you because let's highlight that for a moment. Here he is fighting to keep the seat that he won legitimately against the woman that he allowed to stay in power after she had violated our precious election system.
6: Yes, Scott, why didn't you get rid of her? Yeah, that's what rule of law is, and and in, for such a critical position. Yeah, such absolute critical position. So now, what has happened? Well, people in Arizona say, "Hey, it works in Florida. Let's try it out here." Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it works for Al Franken. doing the
6: exact same thing.
2: Absolutely. I'll tell you a story that happened the other day when I was at the the election booth, and I'm going to have to uh, wrap it up. But I was uh, voting, filling out my my thing, and I hear this guy. And he's angry because he says, well, I didn't get my mail-in ballot. And they said, okay, well, we can give you a provisional ballot, but you're going to have to give us your name, social security number, address, all your information, because then you you can fill out the provisional ballot, but then they're going to have to match it up to, to make sure... That you didn't already turn in a mail-in ballot. Well, you know, I, I'm telling you I didn't get my mail-in ballot. They're like, well, we understand what you're telling us, but you, you, we, we will allow you to vote provisionally, but you've got to give us the information so that they can they can double check. And he left in a huff. Well, was it a temper tantrum or was it like, now that we know it has happened many times— that he was trying to vote multiple times. Why is the Republican Party? They're complicit in this because the Republican Absolutely. Party has allowed the left all these ideas for easy voting. It's all under the guise of making it easy for people. No, it's not. It's under the guise to make it easy for them to steal elections, and that's what's going on.
6: It's it's a it's an absolute privilege, and it's a privilege that we have to protect, and we're not. And the the, I, the Republicans are. I think they I think they're at fault in this. Yes. And here and here and here we have. Here we have um, uh, people who will absolutely say, oh, you voted five times. Why not 10? Yeah. Oh, and- your, your dad and mom are dead. Are you going to vote for us? Here's some elections. And they get away with it.
2: And if we look back to, the, to 2000, Bush v. Gore, President Bush yes. won that state with a little over 500 votes across the entire state. That is a really tiny margin. It does not take. I had Mark Moisieur on, who was running for Secretary of State of California mm-hmm. last week, who lost, by the way. He said, he... "Which is a
6: terrible, terrible, terrible thing for yeah. the state of California." Yeah,
2: he said that he estimated there were about a one million illegals registered to vote here, and he's like, "Oh, but there's more of us. That if we all get out to vote, we can we can you know overtake that. We should not have to be trying to overtake a million votes when an entire state, a critical state like Florida, was on a." Margin margin. Margin of 500 votes. Voter fraud. And in fact, I posted to Facebook, Project Veritas went around on election day. There are videos on my Facebook wall that were posted where they were telling. This girl goes in for Project Veritas and says, my boyfriend's DACA. He's registered to vote, but he's not legal. Can he vote? Sure. Tell him to come on in. Then there's other videos I've got posted on Facebook from Project Veritas where the poll worker is going, be sure to vote Democrat. And nothing has been done. Right. Nothing. And until it's done, until something is done, it will
6: it will get even worse.
2: Yeah. We are handing our country over to illegals and to Democrat socialists who want to, who want to, I started the show, I don't know if you heard that the mob outside Tucker Carlson's home was chanting, no border, no wall, no USAID at all, at all. And that is the agenda of the Democrat Party. Yes. The violence and the threats are a part of the Democrat Party. And they are trying to take us over in, in every way possible because they want to take us from being the United States of America to their Marxist system. And we're letting it happen. We yes, are. we are. Don Jans, thanks for being here. Take, thank stay you, safe. Andrea. Stay safe up there in Ventura County. I will. Thank you. All right. Now, stay tuned because we come back. We're we'll get a little tribute for Veterans Day, and we've also got this week's hero of the week and sneak of the week.
8: Did warriors
3: tell, tell the story?
2: Hey guys, Andrea Kay here. And if you're anything like me, you have a lot to be thankful for this Thanksgiving. For me, quality time with friends and family rank right up there at the top. And while Charlie's out looking for this year's prize turkey, the boys have some new markdowns on some of your favorite cigars and pipe tobacco. Need accessories? Liberty Tobacco has got you covered there too. And if you're thankful to have a good friend to hang out with, why don't you treat them to their favorite stick next time you're watching the game at Liberty Tobacco. <laughs> or bring a box with you next time your group is getting together. Need suggestions? The whole team at Liberty Tobacco can help you make the right choice. And remember, Liberty Tobacco has been around since 1975 and has two convenient locations. They're at 7341 Claremont Mesa Boulevard next to Ethan Allen Furniture and in the Flower Hill Mall right off the 5 at Via De La Valle in Del Mar. Stop by and pick up a couple of sticks for this weekend or visit them online at libertytobacco.com.
7: Here's
4: what Dwayne said about Andro 400.
7: This product really works. I'm an old guy and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible.
4: Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400. The safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or Call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. FM 96.1 AM
0: eleven
3: seven You're listening heart,
0: to The Andrea Kay
3: Show on The Answer San Diego. The
6: tell, tell the story
2: your wow. See, that's why I wanted, when I said I wanted to self-identify earlier, was as a singer because I've always wanted to be able to sing what an ama- and, and what an amazing not just a beautiful voice but what an amazing inspirational song that is it is uh, joining me now on Friday Fun Day, our little segment we like to feature um, artists and different, you know, fun projects. And so we're as we go into Veterans Day weekend. DJ Carrot Sticks found this amazing guest, um, Devorah Gottsman. Hopefully, I'm pronouncing her last name right. She is the singer and songwriter of that beautiful song, which pays tributes, pays tribute to our warriors. And she also just finished a three thousand mile promotional tour. Oh, okay. Well, five years. That how? Listen, she rode three thousand miles on a bike. Does it matter when she did it? She did it. Come on, man. Right, Devorah? Welcome to the show.
8: Andrea and I'm ready to do it again. I don't are you insane? Love the way you said that. Oh, thank. No, you. no, 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 no. You know why? I know you're going to ask me questions, but really, what happened on that ride was so above and beyond my imagination because what it really is. It wasn't about my story bicycling. It was about the American people and our veterans mm-hmm. that created this amazing American story that I just happened to be part of. Uh, that is really the true story of our American spirit. So, yes, I did get on a bicycle. Yes, I did leave Hollywood <laughs> American Post 43, and yes, I have been doing everything in my power to do it again, and that's why we're on the phone right now so that we can engage and invite your listeners and the rest of America to get on board and do what we do best: is duty, honor, America.
2: Absolutely. How did you get? How did you get involved in this? I mean, are you are you a veteran yourself? Are you the daughter of veterans? I'm the daughter of two Marines. I got to tell you, ain't gotten on no bike and ridden 3,000 miles anywhere. I mean
8: oh I love how you said that and by the way I love the sound of your voice and I hope that I can write a song with you someday that will show you exactly why songwriting and releasing and sharing like our veterans like the song invites mm-hmm. to tell the story of your life so we'll deal with that after the show right okay, yeah
2: uh, so how did you get, <laughs> so how did I get yeah. involved
8: I'll make it really succinct number 1 I am a civilian Number two, it really did start when I was about between five and seven years old. My parents took me on a trip with my siblings to Washington, D.C. When the cab driver pulled over right next to Arlington Cemetery, I got out and I saw what, as a young lady, would be a lot of graves that actually uh, stopped my heart. Mm. And I looked at my parents and I asked somebody, please tell me what this is. (sighs) So they did. And from that moment, it's been ruminating in my heart on how I can serve as a civilian. And then all these years later, that kept coming back to me. It even came back to me in the studio while we were recording the song. It was like it was in my cells, Andrea. And so what happened was I was uh, promoting my own Seattle Artist of the Year Award and bicycling from Seattle to the Jimmy Tone Show and stopping at radio stations, making it all about me, making it all about me and my accomplishments and me, me, me. And then when I got back to San Juan Island, Washington, I was fortunate to meet, by accident, a retired Green Beret. Mm
7: -hmm.
8: And not only did he serve, but he saw my story, downloaded my rock and roll music, And uh, became my dear friend and said, you know, you have so much heart. Why don't you just take all of that joy you have for your music in this country and why don't you uh, honor a nonprofit and get on that bicycle and sing your heart away across the United States? And I trusted him. (laughs) I said, okay, that sounds great. Well, what if I don't have any military in my history? What if I don't know any acronyms? What if they just laugh at me because I'm not famous? Mm-hmm. And he said, "You just show up on that bicycle, and you sing your heart out, and you'll become part of our team." Wow! Well, and that's exactly what happened. I'm like, okay, well, I trust this man. <laughs>
2: it's, well, it's never, good, good oh. thing that you did because you know you have just paid just an amazing tribute uh, to our military, and we a lot of people f- don't realize. Because you know, when uh, President Bush was in office, we heard the reports daily in terms of how many lives we lost, and over on the battlefield in Afghanistan and, and Iraq. And we don't hear that anymore. And so people think that we don't have any any military still serving, or that or they forget that they're, those that did serve are back and are wounded. And I just say God bless you for you know paying tribute to them and doing it in such a beautiful way, and reminding us all as we go into Veterans Day weekend that we need to continue to pay tribute to them and to appreciate them. Where can people find the music?
8: Unfortunately, I missed part of what you said after. I don't know where we lost contact, but I wanted everyone to know that my mission today is exactly the same to unite civilians and veterans. And I have so many ways that can be done, and I would love to continue to do shows with you so I can inspire Anyone to just do one thing, whether you're a civilian or whether you're a veteran or you're active duty. I have some things we. I don't know if we have time. For. Well, we
2: don't. So we need you to give the website because we're really about almost ready to end the show here. So how can people get get uh, more information?
8: They can get more information immediately. Here we go. National Alliance to End Veteran Suicide dot org, and that is. N-A, the numeral two, E-V for victory, S, N-A-2-E-V-S dot org forward
2: slash united. Well, thank you so much for being here, Devorah. I appreciate it. And God bless you for what all you're doing for our wounded warriors.
8: God bless America. Thank you. Thank you.
2: All right. So it's time for for our uh, weekly Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. Um, For stink of the week, it's a tie, actually. It's got to be the um, traitors, the treasonous weasels down in Broward County, Florida, trying to steal the election from us, tied with... Uh, with uh, Jim Acosta, runner-up has to be Michelle Obama and her stench of her book in which she's saying the president she hasn't forgiven President Trump. He don't uh, he, he ain't interested in your forgiveness, and I ain't interested in your book. Hero of the week is President Trump for firing Sessions, for giving us the Senate, for his executive order today on asylum seekers that they got to go to a legal port of entry and, and not try to break into this country illegally, as well as forgiven that Jim Acosta, the Acosta, a a flick to the forehead like he did and withdrawing his press credentials. He has no business being in the White House. President Trump is doing everything that he can to turn this country around. And we've got a Republican Party that has allowed this election system, the Dems, to have their way with it and are about to try to steal the elections. President Trump is like the one dude we've got. He's like the firewall protecting our U.S. Constitution. So I got I to gotta give President Trump the hero of the week. Thank you guys all so much for joining me tonight and every night. Continued prayers for everybody here in California, those in Thousand Oaks, uh, dealing with that tragedy from uh, the shooting, as well as those in the areas of the fires. God bless you. Love you all. Have a great night, and happy Veterans Day weekend.